Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host with the most, and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This starstruck tale, Story Club members, might make you reach for the twinkling dots in the night sky. Or not. It's one I call Forever Dead. Marcella Pavia didn't move or even breathe, as several of the walking dead shuffled by. She did not want the walkers to get her. That's what the survivors called them, walkers. And they were everywhere, it seemed. More living dead around than living these days. Rarely had she seen another human roaming through this hazardous landscape. And when you did, you had to be careful. Survivors were to be feared, too. They might come off as being friendly, but they might steal your food and water or other life-sustaining supplies. And they might turn you into the walking dead when your back was turned. Yep. The living had to be feared as much as the living dead. This was a terrible place that she'd grown up in. Now at 11, Marcella was pretty used to waking up in a new place every day. Some place safe and hidden, like the inside of an abandoned car, or even up in the crook of a tree. And then, there was the day-to-day struggle to find enough food to eat without getting eaten herself. Sometimes she would find a bramble of blackberries. Food like that was always best. Occasionally, Marcella would come across a peach or apple orchard when the fruit was in season. She thought about living in a place like that, but always decided against it because it would eventually be overrun with the walking, shuffling dead or camps of survivors traveling together whom she didn't want to put her trust in. It was best to just keep moving. When Marcella grabbed a few apples off the tree, the device on her wrist clicked. She'd racked up some serious health points. But, uh uh-oh, one of the walkers had spotted her. Marcella had to move quickly so it wouldn't bite her. You didn't want to get bitten in this virtual game. You would lose all your health points and turn into a walker yourself. Her device emitted a victory chime. Another walker gone. It was forever dead, just like this world. Marcella, a voice chimed in. It's time for a meal break. The apple orchard and smoke-filled sky around Marcella faded and vanished. She was inside a small room. It was called the Virtual Room. The game was a simulation of what happened back on Earth nearly a decade ago. Since the walkers had happened over a year ago, Marcella and her family had boarded a Star Ark, which had hundreds of survivors on board. They were on their way to Mars. A colony had been set up there and was thriving with a few million displaced Earthlings. Mars was the only planet in the solar system that was not close to Earth, but had a fairly inhabitable environment. Well, besides it getting extremely cold or hot there, with sandstorms that could last for weeks, and there wasn't any breathable air without wearing a suit, but other than that, it was pretty habitable. 
catchers of frozen water had been found below the surface, and oxygen farms had popped up, which were necessary community resources for survival. Marcella had seen videos of what was waiting for her and her family on the orientation flight before they blasted off, leaving the walker-infested Earth behind forever. It will be a new adventure with a new life, her parents had both said. After that, it was a long, long flight to Mars. Marcella had spent nearly nine months in cryosleep. That's a coffin-like device where all her vital signs were slowed down dramatically. That was to conserve food and oxygen during the flight, as well as preventing people from getting space madness, from spending so many months cooped up with others in what was essentially a long metallic tube in the middle of nowhere. After months of being in cryogenic sleep, your muscles stiffened and weakened, so it was necessary to get exercise to strengthen them. There was a gymnasium with stationary bikes, weightlifting machines, and treadmills. But Marcella found all that boring. She would rather load in a program in the virtual room and play for exercise. Most people would load in a pleasant program for physical and mental health, like walking through a forest or even playing tennis. But not Marcella. She loaded in, walkers take over the world every time. Not only was it an exciting way to jump, run, punch, and kick your way back into shape, it was also historical. She could remember what the Earth was like when they left. Most of the adults didn't want to remember. Their only hope now was Mars, the red planet. But for Marcella, Earth still held its own allure, providing a brave new world of adventure for those who dared to face the walkers, even if her own Earth experience was now in the safety of the virtual game. Marcella sat down to eat with her father and mother, the Pavia family meal break. Since time was different in space, there wasn't breakfast, lunch, and dinner, only meal breaks. They were about to enter the Martian atmosphere, and Marcella buzzed with excitement. This is the last meal of dehydrated french fries that I'll have on the flight, Marcella thought. The next meal I have will be on Mars, probably in one of those fancy food courts. Yep, there were food courts, shopping malls, movie theaters, and sports centers. All the comforts of home. Large gardens and biodomes were used to supply food. Marcella's parents were both botanists, which is why they'd been selected for the flight. They could help plant production on Mars to support the needs of the growing population. Marcella had asked several times what had caused the dead to come back to life on Earth. Some said it was a virus, some said radiation from outer space, some said a kind of fungus that took over the brain. Nobody was clear as to the cause. The only thing that was clear was that it happened, changing life on Earth forever. Luckily, nothing like that would happen on Mars. All of their troubles were literally 244 million miles behind them. A red alert blared. What's going on? Marcella said. Her father got on the radio. His face looked grim. There's an outbreak on Mars. It's happening again. We must land. The Star Arc is nearly out of fuel. When we do, we'll have to be ready. Ready, Marcella thought. Are you kidding? I've been playing walkers take over the world in the virtual room. I was born to take on those shuffling deadheads. Bring it on. What are you smiling about, Marcella? Her mother asked. Nothing, Marcella said, and then took another bite out of the dehydrated french fry. Okay, that story took a few twists and turns that I didn't expect. Quite a few for such a short tale. I know one thing, though. If I'm on a long flight to Mars, they'd better have more than just dehydrated french fries. I'm gonna need a plate of dehydrated nachos at least to keep me from succumbing to the dreaded space madness. And I'm not sharing any with my fellow star travelers or shuffling dead friends either. Do not come between me and my nachos, dehydrated or not, or you may end up being the living dead. Just saying. 
And you know what else I'm saying? Life is short, my devoted listeners. We meet every day to hear tales about the calamities that can befall phantom hunters like us in the blink of an eye. Every moment is precious, so drop the ads and save your access to more content by subscribing to the Go Kid Go channel on Apple Podcasts. For just $4.99 a month, you get to listen to all the Go Could Go shows, like R.L. Stein's Story Club, Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Floosville, Story Train, and more totally ad-free. You also get exclusive merch discounts, including codes that can be applied to the Wicked Story Club styles that I made just for you, my beloved members. Not enough? Welp, there's more. You get access to subscriber-only podcasts in our network, including the super popular family game show, and get invites to epic behind-the-scenes experiences. Who doesn't want to rub shoulders with legendary horror master R.L. Stein behind the scenes of Story Club from time to time, am I right? There's a whole world of fun, and just the right amount of fear waiting for you. So lose one trip to McDonald's a month and put those few dollars to endless entertainment instead. Discover the VIP Go Kid Go experience if you dare by subscribing to the Go Kid Go channel on Apple Podcasts today. And, of course, I better see you back here tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.